For the record, this wasn't the first time in history that money fell down out of the sky. For instance, in Turkey, in the second century, if a girl was getting married, her father had to give the husband some money called a dowry. There were three girls who just didn't have any money, so their father was going to sell their honour, which you could do in those days. Anyway, one night, St Nicholas of Myra climbed up on the roof, dropped three bags of money down the chimney for one for each girl, and so saved their honour. He started being saintly when, when very young. For instance, he refused to breastfeed every Friday because he was fasting. He was the patron saint of sailors, pawnbrokers, unmarried girls, children, because of a bizarre incident with some boys who were trapped in a pickle barrel and people who sell perfume. Now he's Santa Claus as well. He's probably the most successful saint. When the bag of money landed in front of me, it put me in mind of St Nicholas straight away. I could have asked him for guidance, or I could have asked St Matthew, who is the patron of saint of money. Or I could have called the police, or my dad. Personally, I ran across the field shouting, Anthony, Anthony, come and look at this. I was that excited, you see. I'm not sure that it was the best idea. When I got to the house, it was still dark, but there was a light on in the kitchen, and I could see Anthony making toast. I tapped on the window. He jumped in a fright, but then he saw who it was and let me in. What are you doing out here? You're freezing. Where have you been? Have you been out all night? My teeth were still chattering. I said, I've found, I've found. What? Come and look. Anthony put his coat on. He could tell I was excited, but he wasn't that convinced. This had better be something that other people can see. This reminded me of what the woman had said at Huskison's house. What if you could see things that weren't there? What if it wasn't as optical as I thought it was? But when we got to the hermitage, the bag was there. I pointed to it. Anthony said, what? You know when you tell people mum is dead and they give you stuff? He nodded. Well, I told God. I pulled back the box and Anthony saw it. A big bag stuffed with money. Money. His face glowed. He says now that it is still the most beautiful thing he's ever seen. He was so happy just then. And it's from God, you reckon? I nodded. Well, he really wanted to cheer us up. It needed the two of us to carry the money back across the field towards the house. Think of that. More money than we could carry. I wanted to spread it out all out on the dining table so dad would see when he got home and be a good cheer but anthony said we mustn't tell dad about it why not tax i asked him what tax was if dad knew about it he'd have to tell the government and if they knew about it they'd want to tax it at 40 percent that's nearly half of it we should just hide it and go to school but we couldn't We had to know how much was there. We tipped the money onto the table. 
Anyway, Anthony said, if God had wanted Dad to have this, he would have sent him a cheque in the post. It was hard to agree with that. I started to help him count. At first, we tried to count all the tenors in using our ten times tables, but we lost track of which ones we counted. The room seemed to be filling up with notes. Then, Anthony had an idea of counting them into piles of hundred and then counting the hundreds, but even that was no good. After ten minutes, the whole floor was tilled with wads of money. We couldn't find anywhere to sit, let alone count. So then, we tried making them into piles of thousands. There were 229 piles of of a thousand, plus 370 pounds change. That's... £229,370, or £22,937,000. For a while we just looked at it. Then Anthony picked up a £1,000 and put it crossways on top of another 1000 Then he picked up another and put it crossways on top of that. Then I picked up a pile and put it on top of the other three. Then Anthony, then me, and on and on and on, before building a tower of cash. We got it almost as tall as me before it fell over. Then we both started laughing. That was the first time we played cash Jenga. We played it every night for the next week, but the highest we ever got was Anthony's eyebrows. But that first time was our best. When it's just sort of invented itself out of our excitement. Cash Jenga is a great game if you can afford it. We were late for school, but somehow it didn't matter. Whenever we saw each other in the playground or in the corridor, we just grinned. Having a secret is like having a pair of wings tucked under your blazer. I gave Barry my Pringlets, barbecue flavour, without being asked. I just handed them to him while we were lining up at the end of small play. I said... Enjoy, he looked a bit surprised. On the way home, we stopped at the shop and Anthony bought a bottle of Sunny Delight the size of an oxygen tank. He saw me looking at it and said to the man, make it double. While the man was getting my bottle, a girl from Anthony's class, the one with a nice cornrows in her hair, came in and Anthony said, make it free and have something for yourself and he gave a tenner to the man and the bottle to the girl. Just as he was handing it to her, Barry came in and went, Ooh-hoo, you love her. You bought her sunny delight. Why shouldn't I buy her sunny delight? Why shouldn't you buy me sunny delight? All right, then, I will. So he bought another bottle, by which time Barry's mate, Kalu, was there saying, You only bought that because you're scared of Barry. So Antony bought a fifth bottle and gave that to Kalu. By now, people were piling in to see what was going on. Kalu went, the new kid's sucking up to us, buying a sunny delight. I'm not sucking up to anyone, said Antony, and he proved it by buying everyone a bottle. 23 bottles of sunny delight and a box of Walker's Prong cocktail. Not a packet, a box. One of the big boxes you get from a wholesaler. Spending money is like going out of fashion, said the shopkeeper. It is going out of fashion, said Anthony. 
Outside on the pavement, everyone scummed hungrily around the walker's box. A couple of them left their bikes, sprawled on the pavement. Anthony shouted, Who wants to lend us a bike? A couple of lads stood up and looked at him. Tenor? offered Anthony. The bike owners clambered over each other to get to us. In the end, we went for ter- Terry Keegan, Ma- Rayleigh Max and Franny Amu's pavement shop. Payment was on collection of the bikes for our house. Before five, which is when Dad was due home, it was good to be able to get nice stuff without having to go on about dead people. Both the pavement, Shark, and Rally Max have excellent superstition, so we rolled home over back of, over the back field by the railway. Anthony talked about all the things... We could get bikes of our own, quad bikes even. New trainers, new tops, mobiles, mobiles, Beyblades, all the things Dad said were a waste of money. Sea Monkeys, or the Xbox, or the GameCube, or extra channels on the X, or X-ray specs. They don't work, you only see skeletons. Skeletons are good. And when we got home, instead of turning the oven on, we called... Pizza reaction and ordered pizzas. I asked for one with extra cheese and extra pepperoni. While we waited, we played Cash Jenga, which I won. When Then, Anthony thought of real money. Monopoly. It will be brilliant, he said. I'll be the banker. But we'd only got the board set up when Mr. Pizza reaction came up on his moped. As we opened the door, Dad was just pulling in the carport. What the hell is going on? He asked as he headed for the house. We ordered pizza instead of cooking. We thought it would be excellent. Where did you get the money? I've got money, said Anthony. What, from your birthday and stuff? Stuff? Yeah. It's sterling and I have to spend it before pound day anyway. We ordered one for you. What kind of one? Seafood with extra anchovies. Anthony opened the box and sh- and steam curled out like a candle of smoke, and the smell of cooked cheese and damp bread filled the room. Nice, that's very nice of you, Dad. Just stared at the pizza for the longest time, saying nothing. Is it the wrong kind, I asked? Suddenly, he suddenly marched into the kitchen, blew his nose and came back, saying, It's the right kind. It's just the right kind. It's very, it's very much the right kind, I said. Cardboard boxes are definitely better than polyester ones. The polyester ones make them go rubbery, I think. Yes, they do, said Dad. His eyes were so shiny that it was obvious for a minute that he was going to cry. Obviously, people don't cry about pizza. You're very good, lads, he said. And then he picked up the biggest slice of pizza I'd ever seen, folded it over and put it, put the end in his mouth. He looked like a gorilla gargoyle and we all laughed. I said, who invented pizza? I didn't really want to know. I just thought Dad might want to talk about general knowledge the way he used to. I remember him reading the whole book of history of the potato. Pizza, he said, was invented in Naples. It was originally just herbie bread, which market traders used to see sell to poor people. When Queen Margarita came to visit in Naples in 1889, she really took to it. So she got the most famous pizza maker, Raphael Esp- 
Botticito to make one specially for her. It was his idea to put basil, tomato and mozzarella on top. Green basil, red tomatoes and white cheese. You see, colours of the Italian flag. That's why it's called Pizza Margarita. We all cleared it up cleared up and that was a great day. Anthony says I need to get more financial about the story. So financially we had £229,370 sterling. On the morning of the 1st of December this was worth €3,230.56. It's true that you can't buy love or happiness with money but it's interesting to see what you can buy. For instance, you could buy 15,390 pairs of Miracle Turbo Reese's at 20 um, 99 a pair, or 3,756 Sky Patrol Quick Charge Easy to Fly Remote Control Helicopters at 85.99 each, or, or 22,937 Aerozooks. They're fireballs. They fire airballs at people. Um, or 43. 1,159 Kai inner keyring sets or 5,736 tabletop candy floss makers or 1,434 shotgun nudes, BMXs or 2,699 Game Boy Advance SPS. On 1st of December, we had 17 days left to spend it. On the morning, we opened the front door to find six lads and two girls waiting on their bikes. As soon as Anthony looked out, they all started shouting, want a bike? Anthony, want a bike, Anthony? Anthony, have a bike. Anthony took a good look at each bike. I think what we'd really need is a lift, he said. Kalu McLaughlin and Trika Springer had BMXs, the kind with the little pominals sticking out of the back axle for you to stand on. Anthony went on Kalu's bike and I went on Trissa's. We cruised to school with all the other bikes trailing along after us like a motorcade. Everyone was looking at us. It was the best thing. At the gates, Anthony gave Kealu and Tricka a tenner each. Tricka didn't seem that happy about it. It was a kilometre. A tenner's too much. I just want enough to buy a set of glitter pens. Truth is, we didn't have anything smaller than a tenner. If you asked our Anthony now, he'd say, this was where everything started to go wrong, according to him. The problem with the money supply created an inflammatory environment in the playground. We didn't even know we had a problem then, though. We just thought we had over £22,900 to spend. It seemed like it would be easy. At lunch, for instance, we had hot dinners instead of sandwiches, and we didn't have to queue. Peter Abrahenko waited for us and brought it over to the table, like a waiter. Tracy Edwards went up and got our cutlery and drinks and cleared up after us. We gave them £10 each. Afterwards, we had an extra helping of pudding, chocolate flan, for £10 each. We were just finishing when Barry came and sat at our table. He had a set of walkie-talkie watches. They've got a 200-metre radius, new batteries, matching de- design of fat fasces. What do you think? Ten quid, said Anthony. No way. You gave her ten quid for fetching a fork. Forty. 40 quid then, so we'd spent 100 quid today already. On the playground, other people came up with us, the stuff they brought them home. There was a Game Boy, some goggles that helped you see at night, half a dozen, half a dozen micro machines. We spent £150 just walking for the money bars, monkey bars, to the boys' toilets.
in the boys' toilets. There was a boy from year five called Amar. He had a faded yellow box with footballs on the front. The corners of the box were all blunt. So Beto, that's what this is. You've heard of it. It's a legend. No, we hadn't. Football game, man. Classic, isn't it? This is my dad's from way back. Family heirloom. So, second hand, is it, then? Not second hand, man. Antique. Antique legends. Timeless. Look, these are teams. Arsenal and Man City. He opened the lid. There were dozens of tiny players lying in rows like they were asleep. It had miniature flood lines, ambulances, referees, linesmen, managers, and TV vans, advertising hoarding, everything. It was a world where you could be in charge and, and we had to have it. 40 quid. 40? You're jesting, my friend. You give me 10 quid if I sharpened your pencil, mate. I'm looking for a ton for this. 100 quid. Who's now jesting? I could buy a real team for 100 quid. I could buy crew at Alexandra. Do it then. I won't have managers. He pulled a freezer bag from his pocket. Inside were two plas- tiny plastic men in steep sins coats. One of them had a little hat on. The other had his collar up. We both gasp. It will not disappoint you, my friend. I said, how are we going to get all this stuff home? Anthony said, a hundred quid for this, but you deliver. Amar sat down on his hand and held it out for Anthony. Anthony looked at the hand and passed him a paper towel. It was all a bit unlikening. Outside the gates after school, everyone who had a bike was waiting for us, shouting, want a lift? Give you a lift. We breezed past them out of the gates where a big black saloon was waiting. Anthony booked us a taxi. We climbed in and waved goodbye. I said, that was a great day. If we go on like that, we'll spend the money in no time. Keep your voice down, hissed Anthony. He nodded towards the cab driver and then whispered, we spent a bit yesterday, three and 350 quid today, which leaves us with about 22,900,000. If we spend this much every day, it would take us 655 days to get rid of the money. Oh, we've got 16 days after today. Mind you haven't paid for the taxi yet. This taxi was four quid all the way home, which is actually cheaper than second helping us of pudding when you think about it. Anthony gave the man a tenner and told him to keep the change, which was a mistake really, because it had been good starting to get some change.